Every day, a small group of people are making quantum leaps forward, building wealth faster than most dream possible, almost like they have the Midas touch. On Breakaway Wealth, we'll unlock the secrets to breaking out of the herd, thinking big and building wealth on our own terms. And now let's join our host, the creator of Create Tailwind, and your abundance advocate, Jim Oliver. Welcome back, Breakaway Wealth. I'm your host, Jim Oliver, and with me today is Nick Costco. Nick, welcome back. Hey, thank you. Looking forward to talking about 2022. Here we are wrapping up 2021, and uh, it's all about where we're going, right? It is all about where we're going. And one of the places that we're going, Nick, as uh, Create Tailwind and to service our clients is, why don't you tell them a little bit about that? Well, this is kind of born out of our vision, the vision for Create Tailwind, a vision uh, for serving our clients in an uncommon way, uh, serving those that want to break away from the herd, right? That's what we talk about here all the time. So uh, the last month of this year, uh, Apple willing, <laughs> uh, Apple, the corporation willing, uh, our own Create Tailwind app will be launched to serve you, uh, where you'll be able to go on and learn everything from the basics. We'll call that IBC 101 all the way to IBC 401 and probably some graduate level conversations in there. We're going to have uh, a, a slew of guest hosts uh, within there with their training courses uh, how do you do large real estate deals? How do you do small real estate deals? How do you do personal development in an uncommon way? All of that is to come in there. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, we will have a, a website up here shortly to, so you can pre-register uh, to, to save your slot in there. But uh, just be on the lookout for that and uh, more information to come. Yeah, and you know, I mean, everything, like you said, Nick, from franchising to to uh, passive real estate investing, to active real estate investing, to yeah. financing, to, and our goal um, is to have the most educated clients in in um, in the United States. That that our clients, when any noise comes up, they mm. will have so much education that has come along that they will be able to answer the noise better than most financial planners, IBC practitioners, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's right. It's just going to, it's going to complement what we try to do here on a weekly basis. You'll be able to go in there 24 seven. It's a community app. I, I joked uh, with a friend of mine, I said, there's not going to be a financial calculator in there. It's not, not an app like that. It's a place where you can come and meet like-minded people that are trying to solve the same problems you are, create abundant wealth. Uh, because what we always talk about here is we want to do what we want to do when we want to do it. And um, that's what that's the common goal here. So um, that ties yeah. right into what we're going to talk about today, Jim. Yeah, I mean, uh, and you can't do those things unless you have a plan. And you can't really have a plan unless you know where you're going. <laughs> you know, right? I mean, so every plane, I mean, a, a plane has a flight plan, right? Yeah. And, and it's a, uh, there's a little, I can't tell you the, the which proverb it is, but it, it says without vision, man will perish. Absolutely. And that's a hundred percent true. So let's start with vision. You know, when I used to do um, vision, it would be kind of what's your five-year vision, but our friends over at 12 week year, the 12 week year or 12 week year, not the 12 week year, Jim, uh, 12 week year. Uh, they, I like the way they do it. They have a twist on it. And it's and and I like that they don't put a time frame 
to it. They simply uh, label it aspirational. Yeah. Yeah. It's Hey, what, what's your ideal life? Like, what, what do you want to do? Like, I always think about it from this perspective when I'm sitting, I'm 85, 95 years old, maybe older. Do I want to look back and say that I, that I at least made a run at everything that I could have possibly dreamed of, or do I want to have regrets that I didn't take a crack at something? Right. And, and frankly, nothing's going to probably grate on me more than having a regret that I didn't make a run at something. So I think about it from aspirational. It's my dream sheet. What are all the things I would love to accomplish, do um, the impacts I want to have on my surroundings, all of that. Like nothing is there's there's no such thing as too big of an aspiration. Yeah, it's kind of like, what are you capable of? And um, and and also, what do you have a compelling desire to create is the way that they say it. So compelling desire. Now, compelling desire can come out of a lot of different things. And it may come out of, um, you know, you want abundance because you had scarcity. You have a you were born into abundance and you want to prove that, you know, you can do it. You know, you can do it, too. There's a lot of things that are um, part of that. But if you sat down and if you had a vision board, like over here, which you can't <laughs> see on camera, right? And we both had, have to look to our 90 degrees off to find our vision board. <laughs> that's right. And it, it, by the way, because that's part of the vision is if you write down your vision and your, in your bullet journal and you close the, the page and you never look at it again, guess how valuable that is, <laughs> right? That's like going to a financial planner and then make some guesses, you make some guesses and then you hope together. You know, having that written down in there is just hope. You have to, you have to look at it every day, repeat it, you know, et cetera. Um, you know, our pastor uh, a, a couple of uh, weeks ago started Colossians, and he says that he, he said, if you want to do something, read Colossians every single day. And I think he said he could do it in like seven minutes or six minutes or something. I'm going to say it's kind of closer wow. to 10, but yeah. right every single day for like a month. So, so why? Because then you start to focus on it, right? So you have to focus on your vision because vision without focus again, doesn't matter, right? I mean, if, if you have, you can see all the light, you can see all the colors, but you can't see any detail. So the, the way that I've always thought you do detail, Nick, is uh, if, if we have this aspirational vision and then we're gonna break it down to say like a three-year vision, okay? okay. So, so then I think to myself, if I was sitting here today, three years from today, what are all of the things that have to happen for me to feel happy with that progress towards that aspirational vision? Okay. Right? So that's the Dan Sullivan question or the R factor question. If we were sitting here three years from today, looking back through all of the days back to today, what are all of the things that have to happen for you to be happy with your progress? Now, Nick, I know we've talked about this, but one of the one of the best definitions of happiness that I've heard is making progress. That's how you are happy. When we're not happy, we feel like we're not making progress. What's another way to look at being disgruntled about your perceived lack of progress? The gap. Um, you could be par uh, um, paralyzed. You could be. Uh, focusing on the wrong things i don't know what you're looking tell me what you're looking for nick no that's living in the gap living in the gap 
Gosh, you know, but you would think. I love, you know, you know what I love? I yeah. get a I get a win for today. I stumped Jim on one of his favorite subjects. Ever. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I was, <laughs> I'm looking at the I'm looking at the 12 week year stuff and uh, and my my strategic coach stuff wasn't coming through. But the, you're absolutely living in the gap. You're absolutely living in the gap. When we look at that, for everybody that doesn't know the gap and the gain, which is a book that just came out a couple of weeks ago uh, for Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy is um, we, we met, we, we plan forward, but measure back. And I think this ties into periodization and the 12 month year uh, information perfectly because you have this aspirational goal. You have um, uh you start to say, here are all of the things that have to happen, right? Yeah. <clears throat> now, you you have to do that in a, in, a, in a couple of different ways. You have to say, okay, I'm sitting here three years from today and all of these things happen. None of these things happen or all, uh, the, you know, they go in the wrong direction, right? Or they're, they're, it's worse than, than it was. So like, I always right. think of that as, uh, uh, and Tony Robbins uses this, the Dickens technique, right? Okay. From A Christmas Carol is show me my future if I just don't change. Show me my future if I keep going down the path that I'm going down. Yeah. And then show me my future if I change and I, and I do all of these things that I say I need to do to be happy with my progress. Show yeah. me my future all three ways. Yeah. So then when, when I see my future and it's painful, that inspires me to, it, and, and it compels me to do the other things. If I just say, well, look, I could eat cheeseburgers and McDonald's and everything every night and I'm, and I'm going to, I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to, I'm going to feel good. And I'm going to be at my top uh, performance in, in all of my activities well, then guess what? I'll eat cheeseburgers and McDonald's and whatever, uh, whatever my guilty sin is. Yeah. Um, but if I say, well, if I keep doing that in three years, I'm going to be, uh, you know, getting a nice scar on my chest from getting <laughs> roto rootered um, at the at the surgeon's uh, OR, right? Sure. Um, then, that, then I would say, well, wait a minute. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> so this vision thing. It's really important that we get it down, that we buy into it. I want a yeah. uh, Ferrari. Well, okay, maybe you do, but why do you want a Ferrari? What it, what compels you to want a Ferrari? What would life look like if you had that Ferrari? I mean, quite honestly, sometimes you do that and you go, ah, I really don't want that. Yeah. So don't put it down. You know, cross it out. That's yeah. not compelling to you. So, so let's reel it back a little bit here. So what, there, there's a couple different, you know, while you're doing this, there's tools you can use, right? Like if, if you need tools, um, you know, if you go to 12weekyear.com uh, forward slash field guide, you can get the, a free version of the 12 week year field guide. And it'll walk you through this right here of setting your vision. Maybe this is the first time you've ever done it. It's uncomfortable. You're writing it down. You don't want to show anybody. But you know, there's some power too in sharing this with other people. You know, you once you start articulating things, things, there's a really powerful connection between our words and our mind, and then our actions. 
And so we start doing things. We start putting it out there. Like, you know, I've told everybody that'll, that'll listen. It's not by chance. I'm not trying to brag, but we're doing this thing called 75 hard. You know, I, I don't want to, failure is not an option, but it certainly, I'm not going to tell all these people I've said I'm doing it to that. Oh, I didn't, I didn't do it. Right. I laid up on day 37. I said, yeah, I've had enough of this. Right. So it, it, take that into having a thousand doors of real estate or um, whatever it is that you want to have. Um, cast the vision, you know, supplant it, share it with the people that are important in your life and then start taking action. And so this is what we're going to walk through is, hey, let's start coming back. Let's get a little more granular with our plan. And what they talk about here, um, Michael Lennington and Brian Moran, they talk about uh, what's your what's your 12 month vision? Let's let's come back to one year. We're talking about 2022, um, planning for 2022. Hey, what people always overestimate what they can do, and what what what's that period of time we overestimate we can do in one year, but we underestimate what we can do in five years, ten years. And, yeah, I mean that's what that's a Tony Robbins thing. But, you know, the 12 month really starts to transform to a plan. Like, you know what I mean? It starts to, you know, the, the aspirational is really big. The three year starts to become specific and measurable, right? Yeah. Because you got to know, how do I know? What does winning look like, right? Sure. If it, there, uh, one of the reasons I love golf is everybody has a handicap. And um, I could play against somebody who is a high handicap and we can have an equal game because we we have the 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 uh, measure the measurement to decide who wins or loses that hole or that match. So things have to be very specific and measurable, right? Yeah. And in that twelve month, okay, um, it's it's really the 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 plan that makes like okay. It, you know, we, we're doing this right now with Craig Tailwind. We're talking about what are our themes for next year, this pattern, this, okay, we're going to cover this in the first quarter, this in the second quarter, this in the third quarter, this in the fourth quarter. Um, so now when, when I do that, Nick, and I get it all planned out for the, for the 12 month plan. Okay. Then how do I feel? Well, you feel empowered. You got You got a, you got a roadmap. Right. So I know if I follow that roadmap, I'm going to get the results I want. And in that 12 months, I'm going to be making progress towards my three-year vision. And if I meet my three-year vision, then I'm going to be making progress towards my aspirational vision. Right? Absolutely. All right. So now we have our aspirational vision, our three-year vision, our 12-month vision. And now what do we do? So let's break it down into, into quarters. And now we do 12-week goals. And if you yeah. haven't read 12-week uh, year, you have to understand this periodization thing. And for, if you've ever played football or you've ever been part of a theater uh, production, you don't just, uh, you know, there's, there's a start and an end. And, and you, you know, you start two-a-days and you end with, with the game or you end with the season being over, et cetera, right? And your goals are, if you're in the NFL, to win the Super Bowl. Right. So, but when you're doing a, a play, you have play practice, you know, you're going through the steps to get ready for the performance. And um, I really like this idea of 12 weeks because 
it's just like your 75 hard. If it was 750 hard, you'd say, huh, well, wait a minute. Maybe I can't do that. Or maybe I don't want to do that. Right. And it's, it's, it, and I, it, so the 12 weeks, it's, you can see it. You can know what success looks like. Right. And again, in golf, it's for 18 holes. It's not, Hey, what's your score over the last two years? Who cares? Well, let's think about like the why in this. So the why for those that like do sales, people are trying to meet these sales goals and come November, you know, they've been saying, Hey, I got more time. I got more time. And then, then there's all this tension at the end of the year to close out. Right. Well, what if we created that, that uh, productive tension, um, every 12 weeks, right? And, and then you can factor in, hey, there's a, there's a rest run cycle in here too, right? Because obviously we do the math, that's only 48 weeks. So you're going to get a week off after every quarter. So setting these 12 week goals and then coming back, like think of every quarter as a year, uh, every week as a month and every, every, uh, every week as a day in there. And, and and, and so now we're starting to work with something that's starting to get pretty granular. Absolutely. Then we get to our action steps. What are the action steps that we need to take on a daily basis, a weekly basis? And, you know, we got to keep score. Winners keep score. And um, having that plan for every week and knowing how did I measure up to that plan, that's the accountability part of it, Right. And back to what you said, the reason that you share your vision is that so other people hold you accountable, either socially, emotionally, whatever it is, right? Like if you say, I'm going to do a uh, whole 30 and you, and you quit after seven days or something, or, or you say you're going to do 75 hard and you've told all these people and they say, how's it going? What day are you on? Oh, oh actually, I, I quit on that. I mean, <laughs> that's not, it's hard to say that for anybody. So I think that that helps us understand and, and get that accountability, that peer pressure, whatever you, whatever motivates you to stay accountable to yourself. Okay. What I appreciated about what, what the authors did here is, you know, they don't have like a, like Brian Buffini and his organization, they have something called win the day, win the week, win the month. And, and you can actually get a gold star every day for checking everything off. I, the, the authors here, they don't, that's not how they operate. They look at, Hey, if you do 80, 85% in a week, that's high, high producing right there. You know, you can even get by at 65, 70%. But I always just think about this, Jim. I always think about, Hey, what's the one thing that if I did it today would make all the difference in today? What are my critical, what's my critical action item today? And then like I do my coaching call with, uh, the queen of coaching, Kristen Tabbert, uh, Michael Lennington's wife uh, at 8 a.m. on Monday mornings. And and um, because I don't want any wiggles right off the bat, I want to set the set the flag on day one of the week. And, and I know the things that I have to do because I really don't want to tell her next Monday that I didn't do such and such. Like, I got to get these things done this week. And they're all critical action items so that I make the progress that I want to make. Absolutely. You know, it's funny because they're um, going to remember this was 34 years ago and I was using a system that was created probably 60 years ago and it was a book. And in the book, there were, um, you got a score every single day. 
right? And there's days that you had a good score and there are days that you had a bad score. And the more good scores you could have, if you had 51% good scores, you're, you're going to make it. If you have 80% uh, um, good scores, you're a superstar, right? Now, I'm not sure if somebody had more than 80%, but, but my point is, is that some way you got to keep score. And let's go back to golf. Some people keep score. Hey, I got a four on that hole. Some people say, okay, I hit the fairway. I was on in, uh, green. I was on the green in regulation, and I two-putted, right? That would kind of be a par hole on a par four exactly. I'm in the fairway. I'm on the green in regulation, and I two-putt. Sure. And then and, – and, and a lot of people aspire to be that golfer, a par golfer, right? Because right. a lot of golfers are out there, Nick. Maybe they hit their drive. They – they, they chunk one, then they hit it up to about 100 yards, then they hit it quite off the green, and then they're chipping. They're, they'd be happy with a bogey, okay? But then they're the people that practice, that prepare, that are really into golf. Not talking about professionals, but I guarantee you there's a million of these guys in Florida that, can, that are better than par. You're okay? right. And how do they – what do they look at? What they look at is, what do I need to hit to get to where I can get the ball close? What angle do I need to be? Where does the ball need to land? That their tactics are more detailed, and their and their goals are um, higher and more specific. Right? right? They take dead aim at those goals, and they know that just hitting the fairway isn't good enough. Hitting the green isn't good enough. And so when we are putting our lives together, like in this field guide practice and what we need to do starting right now for 2022 is, do you want to be the weekend golfer? Do you want to be the scratch golfer? Or do you want to be the, the plus handicap? Which means they got to give strokes back to the course because they're that good. <laughs> and, um, and Nick, I want to be the latter. That's right. I want my vision, my plans, my scorekeeping, my accountability to be exceptional. You know, when I look at um, guys that we've worked with in some real estate deals recently, some guys that I've worked with some, on some oil and gas projects with crypto recently, the thing that stands out to me is their due diligence, right? Their numbers are more detailed than other people's numbers that are doing evaluation of deals that I've seen. And it stands out. They're exceptional. Who do you want to work with? Somebody who's average or somebody who's exceptional? No brainer. No brainer. Exactly. So, you know, once you, once you have all of these goals, you have your ideal week, what it looks like, your ideal day, you know, and again, don't let that discourage you. It's ideal. It's the horizon. You can't go there. Your ideal will always get bigger. We have to measure back, right? That's, that's how we avoid the gap. But when we have our model week, it helps us say, oh, you know what? And, I, and, I'll, and I'll give you like one of mine is I play golf on Wednesday afternoons in season down here, play golf on Friday afternoons. So my ideal week is certain days hitting it a lot harder than other days, right? 
and knowing yeah. I got to be done and my, my mind has to shift away from what I'm focusing on to actually go and play golf and have fun and compete, right? So those time blocks are really important. Now, uh, Sullivan gives it like free days, focus days, and buffer days, right? The system, this system for this field guide is excellent. It gives, it has flexibility uh, to, to meet your needs. And I really like it because of that. And, um, and, and th this is a good system. This is a great system. Sure. It, it, so you got to get your system down. And, and, you know, you mentioned a coach. It's having a coach, that's, that's really critical, um, especially when you're starting out and you're trying to get these habits down, right? Absolutely. If, if I want to go lift weights and I want to get stronger, right? And um, um, the guys at Matterhorn fit would like not like this example because this is, they're all about performance. You know, I'm using bands and I'm like, no, but I want to get my arms bigger. Those bands aren't going to, no, but sir, you're going to be able to hit the golf ball better. You're not going to get injured. No, no, no. I don't care about that. I want to, I want to get bigger. I'm 56. I'm, I'm losing time on, on gaining muscle. Okay. But, uh, uh, but I, uh, let me go back to my example. So if I'm trying to lift weights, I mean, this is one of the problems with the fitness business or with uh, uh, personal trainers. Once I know how to do all the exercises, once I know the pattern of the exercises, well, do I really need the person standing there watching me work out? And people might argue that, yeah, you do to hold you accountable. But I don't know that I do because, well, maybe I do because I, I, I have to show up because I'm going to pay for it one way or the other. So I'm cheap enough not to show up. But, but my point is, is that we go back to this. Once you get these things down and you get your system down, if, if your time block on Wednesday afternoon is golf, then you have it blocked out. You know, you don't feel guilty. You go and do the things that you need to do when you need to do them, whether you want to do them or not. On the other days, that day, you're out. So um, anything to add to that, Nick? No. I, I, you know, if you need some place to, to start, grab a coach. Um, grab the field guide. 12weekyear.com forward slash field guide. Um, I, I'm reading the book right now, 12 week year again. Uh, you can pick that up uh, pretty much anywhere. They've got a new book coming out uh, December 21st. Um, looking forward to reading that from Brian Moran and Michael Lennington. I'm sure it'll deliver just as good as the 12 week year and, and better. A uh, little update to all of that, but uh, start with your plan. Start with your vision. Start with your vision. Cast that out there. Um, if you want help working through this, uh, that's what Jim and I are here for. Um, in a lot of ways to help you, you know, our specialty is really the financial vision. What words that go in, everyone's spending money. Um, go to createtailwind.com, click on contact us, no hassle guarantee. Um, schedule a 20 minute call with us and, you know, we'll see if we're a good fit. Uh, we'll answer your questions the best we can and uh, give you the guidance that, that we can. So uh, that's, our, that's our request for you guys. Absolutely. And let's just wrap up, Nick, with something I think is really important that I know we, I mean, we probably could do three episodes on just this field guide, um, which is three pages. It's, it's really cool. But um, they, let's talk about review and planning because what happens is, you know, if I always think about, again, I'm relating this to golf. I hope this, this analogy works for all of you that don't 
play golf, but there's a lot of times that you start your round and maybe a double bogey one. Hmm. And there's, there's part of you that says, well, I want to go back and can we just play one again? You know, I mean, I've had actually people say that to me, but um, you go back and you say, okay, I, I bogeyed one. I bogeyed the first week. Okay. So the way that you make a bogey okay is to do what? Get a birdie. Yeah. So again, for golfers that are people that aren't golfers, par is even bogey is plus one. Okay. Pluses are bad and birdies are minus one minus and golf is good. So, um, I've played golf a lot where I've started even double bogey, come back and birdie the next two holes. And guess what? I'm even I'm on pace. Right. But now, and I, and I've gone on and gotten pars and birdies and been under par after starting with the double bogey. So <laughs> when you look at your year, when you look at your 12 weeks, do not get discouraged. Do not start over. Okay. That, that 12 weeks it's on, right? Once the, once the round starts, it's on, we are going to score that round. Yeah. Okay? There's a group, there's a group behind you pushing, pushing you. And we're not sandbaggers, right? We're not, I mean, we're going to put in our actual score. We're not reverse sandbaggers and we're not sandbaggers. So we put in the honest number, right? And then we go back and we look at it at the end of the day and we say, you know, I made that mistake here. I made that mistake here. If I could just eliminate those three mistakes for the next 12 weeks, how much better could I be? Right. That's and, and when I rest and I'm playing and I review. So going into 2022, have a system, keep score, um, uh, have a coach. I mean, how serious are you about reaching your vision or making progress in 2022? If you're not, be honest with yourself. Anything to add to that as we wrap up, Nick? No, just take action. You know, if you're fearful of all this, one thing cures fear, and that's taking action. Start where you are right now. Uh, doesn't matter where you are. Just start. Pick up pen action and paper right now. Just, just start casting that vision. You don't have to wait for the 12-week year field guide to show up or – you know, you don't can't because you can't write on on or your printer's out of ink or whatnot. You can't print it off. Just take action and uh, and just let let things go and uh, let go of the past. And uh, don't be don't don't let the past burden you. You know, you're not carrying around a pile of rocks in your pocket. Shed those rocks and move forward. Yeah. Yeah. That'll help build confidence. All of these things build confidence, which is what you need to be successful as well. You know, Nick, um, uh, again, we've mentioned a few books in here. 12 Week Year is a great one to start. If you have not read that book, I highly recommend it. And I would read it now so you're ready for the next, uh, the, the, the next book on uh, December uh, 2021 and uh, uh, December 21, 21. So that's, I wonder if that's, yeah. a, that was on purpose. Yeah. Anyway, talking about being on purpose, the... We're going to end this show, Nick. Thank you for being on. We're going to end it just like we end all of our shows with the internal wisdom of Earl Nightingale and the strangest secret. Thanks again, Nick. Here's the key to success and the key to failure. We become 
what we think about. Now let me say that again. We become what we think about. Want to become your own banker and build wealth on your own terms? We'd love to help. Go to createtailwind.com to learn more and schedule a complimentary consultation.